Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that will help you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. Together, for you. Welcome to episode 53 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. I am happy that you're here. We are deep into December now, and today's podcast, I'm going to teach you how one of the best ways to manage your weight over the December month and through Christmas and other holidays is to be nice to yourself. Today, we're talking about self-care through the holidays, which I think is a really important topic. If you are just finding this podcast, I am Siobhan Key. I'm a family physician and obesity medicine physician, and I am a coach for weight loss for physicians. I help physicians who feel out of control with their uh, overeating, binge eating, or emotional eating, and help coach them to the point that they feel in control of their eating. They know why they eat in the way they do and how to get themselves to change so that they can lose weight for life. If that is something that you feel you need help with and you want the best level of support that's available, then I'd encourage you to go over to my website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca, and click on the Work With Me tab and book a free introductory session with me. That gives us a chance to chat about what issues you're facing and see how coaching would best help you. My spaces are limited. I'm currently full for January and so booking for February 2020. So if you feel that this is something you really want to get a handle on in 2020, then I'd suggest you book an introductory session soon to make sure you have a spot reserved. All right, let's talk self-care. So is anybody else out there surprised that we are almost midway through December? It Every single year, this catches me by surprise where I'm like somewhere between I think like kind of beginning middle of November to this point just flashes by like I have moments in November where I think okay yeah Christmas is coming by still have a lot of time to all of a sudden this spot where I'm like whoa it's almost Christmas and I haven't done much uh and that's happened to me this week because I'm on call through the weekend which will be officially the middle of the month and then I'm on call some next week And so I know that these final weeks leading up to the actual Christmas holidays are going to probably accelerate in how quickly they seem to fly by. Um, And so I need to kind of make sure I'm staying calm, getting what needs to be done, done, but also trying to enjoy myself. And that's where today's topic comes in, because honestly, this this is somewhat of a podcast episode to myself. (laughs) Because I like everybody and I think, you know, physicians are, as always, juggling multiple different demands. And when you have a family or if you have kids and you're trying to juggle those as well. And also, so on top of all the stuff that normally keeps us busy on a day-to-day basis, then we're also juggling all this extra stuff to get through the holiday season. And I think you know, we can talk about good stress versus bad stress because some things in December and around special events in our life are good stress, but they're still stressful. So like, you know, I find Christmas to be really fun, but now that I'm a grown up and I have to do all the work, it's also stressful. So it's a good stress, but it adds a lot to my plate and it creates stress versus bad stress. Again, everybody's different. Everybody's had different experiences. For some people, 
uh, holiday time may actually bring up bad stress, may bring up memories, might miss loved ones who aren't here anymore. And I think the important thing, regardless of what you're going through, if your December is full of more good stress, or if December brings up some bad stress for you, then I think the topic of taking care of yourself and being really intentional with how you take care of yourself through the month is really, really important. Now, last episode, we took some time and we looked at setting up a plan for yourself through the holidays about where you were going to plan on uh, maybe eating off of the way you normally eat or maybe eating more than you normally do and what things were truly special for you that you felt were worth having um, exceptions for through the month of December and what things were maybe not so special where other years you might have overeaten in but you don't really feel you need to this year. And really, again, setting that plan up in advance to set yourself up for success through December. Because really, what we'd want if you're working on long-term weight loss is we don't want December to add a whole bunch of work for you in January. So whether you lose weight or not, like some people do lose weight through December, or if your goal is just to maintain your weight loss, or if your goal is just to really limit any weight gain, whatever goal feels right to you, setting up a plan is probably one of the best ways to accomplish it. So if you haven't listened to that podcast episode, that was last week, setting up a plan for the holidays. Now this is somewhat similar, but we're a slightly different angle. So last week, we're talking about food this week, we are talking more about self care. So we talked about thinking ahead of time, what you want to do with how you're going to eat. Now what I'm suggesting you do is look ahead and go, how do I want to care for myself through this month so that I finish the month feeling as energetic and relaxed and with good memories and feeling I enjoyed things rather than finishing the month feeling really frazzled and worn out, even though it's been good stuff wearing you out, it still can really take the toll. Now, I really believe that this is something I personally will probably always have to really be intentional with. I feel like, though I have gotten better with self-care over the years, and as I've gotten more used to being in practice, I definitely wasn't very good at it in my first years of practice. I still, it's really easy to have your eye slip from the goal, and all of a sudden you catch yourself with a packed schedule no time for yourself, no activities that actually replenish you, and just doing things that are shoulds and need tos and feel urgent and kind of build all the stress. And the problem when we're thinking about weight loss is if you're packing your month of December with activities like that, that are draining you and kind of adding stress and making you feel run down and tired and like there's not enough time and all those sorts of thoughts, For a lot of us, that sort of pattern then triggers eating, or at least triggers more food cravings, more temptation to eat off plan. Because if your brain's not getting comfort and relaxation from other sources, then it looks to easy ways of getting that. So for some people, that's food. I'm assuming for a lot of you listening to this, that would be food just because you're choosing to listen to this. Other people, it might be alcohol. Other people, it might be shopping. Other people, it might be gambling. There's so many different ways. But if you're not intentionally giving your brain a chance to de-stress and take care of itself, 
then it will start trying to find just the quick and easy ways to do that in general. Or it just won't and you'll reach a point where you just feel burnt out and you don't care anymore and then you slip into old habits. That's the other pattern that can happen. So when I was getting ready to sit down to record this, I was thinking of my day and I was saying, okay, yeah, I really, like I have to listen to myself while I do this recording because I really actually need to do this. Uh, I started my morning bright and early, which I often do because I go and run. But this morning I started bright and early to do some coaching with some of my clients. Super fun. Love talking to my clients and seeing how they're changing and seeing how they're um, getting benefit and shifting their thoughts and everything. But still an early start to get some coaching in. Then went and did a palliative care consult at the hospital, headed to the office a few minutes late for that. Worked a full day in the office, including doing an admission to the hospital from my office. And then tried to get caught up on my notes. Didn't quite get them all done. Headed to get the kids, Took went for dinner with the kids, took the kids to their activity. And now I'm sitting down to do this in my evening, which I love doing this podcast. But again, today really didn't have any time for me to be just me without having demands put on me or a sense of, okay, got to hurry up and make sure I stay on time because there's another thing right after this. And so when I was getting ready to record this, it just made me really reflect that it's so sneaky. Have you ever noticed when you do your scheduling and you're looking like a few weeks out and you're like, yeah, okay, that's going to work. That makes sense. It's so much easier to kind of pack your schedule together. And then when you're actually in it, even though like today went totally fine. I got through it. It's no big deal. Uh, would have been nice to have a bit of a break somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but, you know, in the moment when you actually get there, my current self wonders what my past self was really thinking for booking all that. Um, and so I think that just, you know, you may want to take that approach where when you're looking forward through the next few weeks, and really kind of question your current self when it's making decisions for your future self about is that really uh, acceptable amount of work or are there things you want to pair back on or self-care things you really want to add uh, just to kind of do extra padding to make sure that future self feels like uh, there's space, there's time to do some self-care. The other thing I think that's useful to think of is these big chunks of time that are um, really busy for a really prolonged time, like the month of December, it's almost like running a marathon. So I think of this in term of terms of decision fatigue that we've talked about before, where through the course of the day, you start to lose your capacity to make decisions. I think that's true too through a big long month. Like think of yourself other years, and I'm kind of speaking from experience here, but where the beginning of the month of December, you're like, no, I'm sticking to my plan. I've got this. I'm doing well. And then through the course of the month, you start to kind of experience, it's maybe not true decision fatigue, but it starts to get harder to stay focused on your goals or care as much about why you had set those goals and hard to kind of keep stuck to what your plan was. And I think a lot of that reason is because we essentially are running a marathon. We don't give ourselves the time to stop and walk and look around and enjoy the sights and take a break 
and then start running again. It's we just run kind of flat out for a lot of us through the whole month and thinking that we get to stop and rest once the actual holidays are over. And what I want to propose today is just some tools for you to try to give yourself some rest through the actual month instead of waiting until it's all over to relax and enjoy yourself. Try to relax and enjoy yourself leading up to the holidays and Christmas so that you're actually in a better position to enjoy the actual fun stuff like what we're supposed to be looking forward to, but also you're just not so depleted. And I have, I'm going to go through four different tips about ways you can add self-care in. But I think sometimes, you know, sometimes self-care is actually taking things out. And I, I didn't add that as a specific tip, but sometimes saying no or letting go of some shoulds, like especially over the holiday where a lot of traditions influence us and we can have a lot of, well, I need to, I should do this. And those can add a lot of time and stress and things. And so I'm not saying give up all your traditions, but look again, look at them and decide which ones really mean something to you and which ones are you doing out of obligation. And maybe you'd want to do it slightly differently to give yourself a bit more space and time or able to relax more. Um, And I think the classic, like if you think about the big holiday dinner, um, which as I've gotten older, I found I don't actually really like like the big Christmas dinner or the big Thanksgiving dinner because now I'm the one cooking, which I do enjoy cooking. But what that means is if I cook Christmas dinner, my whole Christmas is spent in the kitchen trying to get stuff done and being a little irritable when the kids come in and bug me versus you know, going and doing something fun with the kids like sledding or um, snowshoeing or something that we actually can enjoy the time as a family. So for me, I'm shifting more to things like that, just letting some of that go, not always having the big dinner every year or letting things be a little simpler to just create a little more space and a little more time to just relax and enjoy. All right, so my top four self-care tips. Tip number one for self-care through the holidays is sleep. Sleep is so important. I know you guys know this, but I also know that in general, our sleep is really disrupted as a society and physicians have even more disrupted sleep. And so when you add in things like Christmas parties where you're staying up later, um, you know, more dinners with friends and family and all that sort of stuff that gets you out of your routine and might end up with less sleep, that can really impact you. It can impact you from just a stress standpoint and a resiliency. But if we're talking weight loss, biologically, poor sleep makes it really hard to lose weight. Poor sleep influences your hunger hormones, makes you more hungry, more likely to overeat, more likely to give into cravings. You have more of that decision fatigue easier when you're tired. All of that stuff can then influence how your weight goes over the winter or sorry, over December. So if you're wanting to really stay in control of your eating and your weight this winter, then sleep is important. And that doesn't mean you don't get to go to parties. But what it might mean is if you know you're going to be up late for a party, you're more intentional about how you sleep the days leading up to it. Make sure you go to bed a little earlier 
or if you are up late one night unexpectedly the next day, try to go to bed earlier to try to make up for it. Um, and again, if you do call and you have disrupted sleep from call or from shifts, then you need to be even more aware and more intentional about it. And maybe self-care means post-call instead of staying up and getting caught up on work or going to the office or doing the kids' activities. Maybe self-care means purposely scheduling time for you to sleep post-call or giving yourself space so you can catch up that day instead of building that sleep debt. So tip number one, and this is this is not limited to December all year round. Sleep is so important when you're trying to lose weight and just for general health. But through December, when there's a lot of things that are going to pull at our attention and influence whether or not we go to bed on our normal times, really watching your sleep and really being intentional with your sleep is important. All right, tip number two is to actually schedule in you time. So on a time in general, if we're being honest, If we don't put time in for ourselves, it's really rare that it happens. Like everything else ends up being the priority over time for ourselves. And I'm not sure what that is. I'm as guilty as everybody else. I think maybe it feels, if there's other things to do, sometimes spending time on ourselves feels indulgent. Or sometimes we maybe think that we will have time later if we just get all the work done. There's lots of different reasons, but I think all of those things get amplified through the month of December. So there's a lot more demands on your time. There's a lot of extra stuff to do that you don't do in other months. And if you don't schedule time for yourself to do something you enjoy or to take a break or to spend time with a friend or spend time with your partner, if you don't schedule that in, chances are you're probably not going to do enough of it. So what I want you to do, and I'm going to do this (laughs) too, is sit down with your calendar and actually look where there's some spots that you can block off time for yourself. And I want you to actually do that. And if you're like me, your brain may really resist this. My brain does not like going into my schedule and putting stuff in, even if it's time for myself, because it feels like I'm over scheduling myself. My brain's really weird about my schedule. Uh, but it if you can do it, it's actually really nice when you come up upon it. Like, you know, the next week you're going through your week and you're really busy. And then you're like, oh, hey, but this, you know, three hour time slot is actually for me. And I get to decide what I want to do on that. All right. So when you finish this podcast, sit down, pull out your calendar, put in some time for yourself. Schedule in some blocks and make it unscheduled time and protect it just like that was commitment to being in your office or in a shift or something like that where that time is protected and all the shoulds and to-dos don't get to get delegated to that protected time. And the reality is if you take that time and you actually take time for yourself, you will be more efficient at getting the shoulds and the other to-dos done when you've had a chance to kind of replenish yourself So it's not that you're not going to get that stuff done. Taking this time and blocking this time is essentially an investment in your ability to keep doing all the other stuff that you want to make sure gets done. Tip number three is to practice some mindfulness. So kind of like what I was saying at the beginning of this episode where really half of December feels like it just flew by and I'm like, where did that go? 
being mindful and being focused on being present, I think is really important. Because again, you can get so wrapped up in what needs to get done, what you're trying to get done, what you need to do tomorrow, what didn't go well yesterday, and all the forward thinking and past thinking that you forget to actually experience what's happening right now. And really the fun stuff, like the stuff that we look forward to when we're celebrating holidays is the stuff that happens in the moment. And if you're distracted and you're not being present for that moment, then you kind of miss the fun stuff. Like you'll go through the motions, but you might not have the best memories of it. It might be kind of fuzzy because you weren't actually present. So focusing on practicing some element of mindfulness where you remind yourself to just be in the moment and experience what's going on and not worry about what you have to do tomorrow or what you have to do in an hour or anything like that and just experience it so you're actually enjoying all this stuff that we work towards. Because I really think for a lot of us, we go through the hustle and bustle, we do all this work to get everything done and then we forget to actually be present for it and we kind of miss out on it. And then it feels like you just did all this work for nothing. Whereas if you do the work, but you're mindful and you're present, then you can actually enjoy it and have good memories and get much more satisfaction from all the work and the busyness that you put in. And so I ask you, what could you let go of in your brain that would allow you to be present more. So is it you need to let go of some of the worries about the week? For me, it's I need to let go about worries about my schedule, like worries about having too much to do and just focus on what I'm actually doing. But is there something that you spend a bunch of time thinking about that distracts you? That if you were to let go of it a little bit, it might allow you more space to be present? Um, Another one I think that's common is just being on your phone or on social media and things like that, where it's pulling your attention away from the moment into the phone. You know, maybe through the month of December to be more mindful, it means less time on your phone or less time on Facebook or things like that. But I want you to think personally where you think some of that attention gets pulled and what you could kind of just loosen up on a little bit to allow you more more availability of that attention and focus it in the present moment. Okay, so that was tip number three, work on mindfulness and being present. Tip number four is to plan some non-food fun activities. So it is really easy through Christmas time for the majority of your activities to be food related in some form. Um, So even, you know, social get-togethers, usually there's food. Um, Sometimes even something like kids' Christmas concerts and recitals and things like that have food associated with them. Family get-togethers, often there's food. And it's kind of like our society defaults to that around Christmas. So if you're working on your weight and you're working on having times where you're not overeating over the holidays then focusing on activities that you enjoy that are not food related is really important. Now, I don't know about you, but at some point in my adult life, or at various points in my adult life, I found I've kind of lost what's actually fun. Like, I've had chunks of free time where I've been like, okay, I'll do something fun. And then I'm like, oh, what do I do? I don't really remember what is actually fun. Um, And I think 
if this is you, if you can't in the spur of a moment come up with, oh, I'm going to do this, this would be really enjoyable, or I could do this, then what I suggest is actually making a list, pre-planning out activities that would be fun that aren't food related, so that when you're in the moment, and if your brain freezes and can't think of anything fun that's not food related, you just have to go look at your list. And there's lots of stuff, like depending where you live, I guess, and what your weather's like. Here, there's things like sledding and skating and cross-country skiing, going for a run outside, going for a walk with friends, going bowling. There's so many different things when you actually sit down and think about it. But in the moment, sometimes those things can be really hard to come up with. And if we kind of combine some of these tips, if you're planning fun stuff and then really working on being present when you do it, then it'll be really fun. Like your experience of the fun is going to be a lot higher than if you plan something fun and you kind of forget to actually be present while you do it. That one, you might not remember that you actually did something fun and it might not give you the same uh, benefit to your mental health. You might not get the same um, relaxation and replenishment from it as if you're actually present in it. What if you plan something that seems really silly that you haven't done for, you know, since a kid or maybe longer. Like what if you do something that you do just to make you laugh? When was the last time you did something only to make you laugh? Give your brain a bit of a challenge. And again, sit down with paper and work through this and see what you can come up with. You know, maybe you want to try something you've never done before and maybe feel a little scared to do but would be kind of an exciting new experience. I'd love to hear what you come up with. I'm always on the lookout for fun things to do because uh, like I said, at times in my life, I've forgotten what things, what fun things look like. Uh, and so, you know, send me an email at info at weight solutions for physicians.ca if you uh, have some good ones about what fun non-food related activities. Bonus points if they're kind of like, uh, you know, enjoyable self-care uh, like activities too, because really all of us are probably on the lookout for those um, through the rest of the year too. Along those lines, one of my favorite holiday activities that I started, like kind of what I said, like purely because it was just silly, um, is a run that I do with a, a large group of our friends through our neighborhood that's a bit rural, so there's no streetlights. And one of the evenings before Christmas, we all dress up with lit up like Christmas light necklaces and all sorts of stuff. It's gotten quite elaborate. This year's the third year that we're doing this. And we run from one friend's house to our house, which is a 5K loop down the street, this big group of us with bells and lights and all sorts of stuff on. And it is purely, completely silly. <laughs> There's no athletic benefits from it. It is just a chance to actually be funny with our friends. And it's one of the things I look forward to the most out of my year. And it's totally like non-advertised or anything, right? So I often wonder what the vehicles think of when they're driving past and it's just this endless group of people wearing weird clothes <laughs> and sparkly Christmas costumes with a whole bunch of lights on them. Uh, and that just makes me laugh more. So I'm looking, that's coming up just over a week. I'm looking forward to that. So I'm going to summarize what our tips were. 
Number one was watch your sleep. Be intentional with your sleep. If there is a night where you miss some for work or for fun, try to make sure either you kind of bank some sleep the night before or try to make up for it the next day. That's not perfect. We all know that from medical school, but do the best that you can. Number two is scheduling your self-care. If it's not on the schedule on a busy month like December, it's probably not going to happen and likely you will end up at the bottom of the to-do list. Move yourself to the top. If you're at the top of the to-do list, if you're doing well, if you're feeling good, you are going to be in a far better position to take care of everybody else around you and get stuff done for everybody else. Number three, mindfulness. Focus on being present in the moment so that you actually enjoy this month instead of feeling like it completely passed you by, like the first half has completely passed me by. Number four is plan non-food related fun activities and maybe do some brainstorming and figure out some activities you haven't done before. Make it fun, make it something memorable. And then there was the bonus tip that I said before all these four, which is sometimes self-care is saying no or taking things out of your schedule. And so giving up on some things that you think you should do or have to do and making the conscious decision to actually take things out of your schedule in an already busy month. All right, like I said, I'd love to hear how you guys are applying these self-care tips to your Christmas, your holiday season. Send me an email, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. If you are enjoying this podcast, please share it and tell other people about it. Uh, You can like me over on Facebook at Weight Solutions for Physicians and share each of the episodes is posted there so you can share from there. And thank you so much to everybody who's taken the time to leave a review. I really appreciate them. I love any reviews I get and it really helps the podcast get found. So if you have time and you haven't left one yet, I would love it if you could leave one. All right. Have a fantastic week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you later. Bye-bye. And now for a quick disclaimer. This podcast contains general education information on weight loss for physicians. I'm not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing.